Welcome to our Rollmaster actual play session. Twilights of the Old Order and Ain't No Place for a Hero are two campaigns currently co-joined set in the world of Thuranaki, the continent of men. The game system used in our game is Rollmaster Classic with a liberal inclusion of home rules. We hope you enjoy our story. And, as always, may the dice roll in your favour. This is episode 82 of Twilight of the Old Order and episode 60 of Ain't No Place for a Hero. The two parties are on a desperate quest to recover two more arcane lodestones, which they hope will lead to their escape from the strange, multi-dimensional place known as the In-Between. We pick up the story as our heroes after some great ice bolting of creatures, fighting tentacle things, and corpse and skeleton burning, take stock of the perilous situation they find themselves in. Currency, isn't it? It, it is a currency. Um, yeah. <laughs> Possibly Dinar's at something, some, something, or someone, slightly different in this case, but uh, yeah, let's, let's see what happens. Um, yeah, with no further ado, let's start the game. All right. So you guys are here. Hopefully you can all see that. Um, just to give you a wee, a wee visual tour. Uh, you've come in. That's Keros's ice wall, which was very, very handy. Um, into this area, this is uh, this first chamber that you came into, and, um, and and fought firstly four kind of animated corpses. Is probably the best description. Um, down here is down towards the skull that you can see in the distance we're emanating this kind of weird kind of strange kind of glow and then down here is is this friendly little chap of which there seem to be the three four or five something like that and then some other horrible thing that's howling off in the in the distance um that you've seen kind of rattling and shaking the bars a bit further down here is uh, the room that you kind of, not kind of, that you, you fought the skeletons in. And I guess I'm kind of showing you this a little bit here, and I'll uh, it, to give you a sense of um, how dark this actually is. And then through here is the room that ultimately uh, Tanya went in and slew by herself with a natural 100, 
a uh, whoops a um, a skeleton standing right about there um, and I'm kind of uh, showing you, you you this in this format to give you a sense of exactly how gloomy it is um, and whoops to give you a sense of pretty much what you could see or more to the point what your characters couldn't see that's pretty much it so without the the lantern which nicholas is carrying there's this faint purple glow from from outside and indeed through here you'd be able to see into that uh whoops just realizing i'm not recording the map which is not very helpful there we go um you have to see into into this the skull room and these horrible things are, are moving around here there's a couple of other objects over here that you've, you've seen um but it really is it really is quite dark what has lit things up a little bit uh, at the very end of last session you got a a very small amount of um oil and with your oops where is it there we go I saw it. With your very small amount of oil, you were able to get a fire going. And if this thing allows me to, there we go. And what you're burning was a stack of corpses, which is lovely, isn't it? Um, and those those corpses included the, the the four things, and you were able, through some good work from Nicholas, you were able to levitate the thing whatever it was that was located uh, uh, here behind the ice wall Nicholas le levitated at last session and brought it round uh, here and um, you burnt those four animated things whatever they were and then those those smaller um, horrendous things that came in with the tentacles and you remember the tentacles were kind of reeling and, and thrashing outside here um, after a time, by the way, they have begun to diminish and they have they have gone. But that would be a, a pretty fair kind of indication of, of of really how much light there really is in this place. So if the fire, for example, goes off, and you're no longer burning corpses, um, you you have you know that's the sole lantern that I think Nicholas is currently carrying. So you know just to give you a sense of there's not a lot of light down here i'm going to increase the light just so we can play and we can actually see things a little bit better but i do just want to kind of demonstrate that there really isn't a lot of light so we'll take it up to about about there so um you have uh come through fought various creatures um skeleton kind of things in in here you've piled the bones of the stalicons that you you you, you could um recover uh on here um you have uh indeed lit a very small and quite feeble fire and actually that pile is reasonably accurate because your couple of oil flasks there's no way it's going to burn through all of those bodies it will burn through a few but of course but well burn through parts of a few but you know already that small fire is beginning is beginning to go out um you've come through uh one more room into this room here um in this room here there is a door here um and there is uh, a, a crusty old disgusting looking mattress here um through some some really good um 
thinking from uh, Grey, you managed to um, the the ice wall eventually closed with this door here, uh, and through some magic that Grey was able to use, you locked or certainly appeared to lock this other door. If you remember that there were two two doors where the skeletons were coming out, one here that's open that you're able to get into, and this one here that was closed. Um, and indeed, uh, you can you you heard um, once the ice wall kind of broke down, thudding and the banging and the crashing of weapons on the wood of that door. Whatever those horrible beings are in there, they're trying. The ice wall is now well and truly broken through, and as you can hear in the background, they're desperately trying to smash down the store. That's where we begin the game. Um, uh, the characters in this room aren't an actual fiction. Characters can go anywhere, um, but that's where we begin the game. Any kind of qualifying questions uh, before we start? Guys? Demos can carry one. He can carry his spear in one hand and um, a torch in the other. Does he need a shield though? I mean, ideally. <laughs> so, no, I, think, I think I think he's a frontline fighter. I wonder if Jada would be willing. It's a good idea. We got our staff, our bags, and what what we had before. I assume. Um, <clears throat> I think we left uh, quite a bit of stuff at um, that compound. Yeah. Yeah, we declared what we were leaving though, and we took. I, I mean, I can say my characters definitely took torches. That's true. Oh, actually, we do have all of our stuff because we initiated this move. I remember now. We'd, we'd had our night's rest and we were move, We started to move into this room with the idea that everyone was going to move in. So it wasn't like we'd take it, we'd take it by surprise. So yeah, I would say that we would. Um, <laughs> if you recall, uh, um, you left a lot of your equipment, things like bedrolls um, and uh, food, a lot of food, heavy things back in um, uh, um, your companion. Uh, Afsun's um, lair, whatever it, whatever you want to call it. Um, you've taken basic, basic equipment with you, is my understanding. Enough not to encumber you. Up, ultimately, up yeah. to you guys, what that would be. Um, yeah, you're cool. I think we went through it, didn't we? There wasn't an awful lot we left behind in the end, but uh, there were just the heavy, like you say, bed rolls and those, those really heavy items that were weighing us down. All right. What do you do? So um, is Jada willing to light a torch? It was Jada. <laughs> uh, I'm happy to say in, in Jada's absence, uh, Anthony will play Jada when she comes. Yep, uh, Jada can light a torch. Um, I will... Unless that is Anthony now, by any chance? No. No. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna... That, that there is actually... I'll just rename that. That looks like Nicholas, but it's actually Jada the light. So you now have two lights. Two light sources. Okay. What do you do? Um, life would want to just propose something and it might be something we want to do now or just a thought for later is that uh he did try in the last session uh he did try um sleep on one of the acid spitting creatures and it worked um so 
at some point he wonders if we're going to have to end up in the same space as those creatures and wonder with Kiros, Leif, Nicholas and hopefully um, Grey being able to cast sleep if we were to prepare, get within range uh, and cast sleep on four that we could see and then maybe portal through the portcullis and dispatch them it might be one method of making it safe um yeah doesn't don't know if that's the for now it's the right time because we've got the other other guys breaking through the door so that's definitely put a time limit on our thing the other thing is did we want to try and take those got those undead on there were quite a few in that room um that's his that's his thoughts on our situation because i think we've also got this door to explore around this room I'd like to know thoughts from other people i think um if with those creatures in that other room, if we easy, um, if if we think they're going to burst through anyway, uh, there's a case where at the moment they're quite contained, and actually we could position ourselves quite effectively around that door, where you have a fighter to the left, fighter to the right. That sounds like a song, um, and some bow people on the far wall. Uh, maybe you know, quite a you know you can you can I can it's quite a sort of contained little area that we might tackle them around if we think they're getting out anyway. I wonder whether it'd be better just to do it under our own steam. Yeah, I mean, it's rather than smashing yeah. through and coming up behind us when we're trying to fight someone the other yeah. the other way, you know. Yeah, because we don't know if if we continue through that next door and we close this door, the door into this main room, the one we can see on the screen behind us, we don't know if they're going to be able to, if they have got the inclination to break through it, like follow us, or if they might just forget about us, I don't know. Yeah, I guess if they hear noise, they're likely to keep yeah, yeah. doing so what think, they're doing, right? Yeah, yeah. What do other people think I about mean, taking them on now? Yeah, I, I, I reckon if we can kill the things that we know are there, probably a good idea. And then we know that they're not there anymore. We can always go backwards if we need to without worrying that we're going to run into something. I mean, we probably could still do that. <laughs> yeah, I like kind of the one bite at a time business. Deal with what we've got. Especially, in, closed, bit. especially in a closed space with a couple of cold balls on there. That would be bad. I love a cold ball. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? <laughs> It's nearly Christmas. I know. I made them put Mariah Carey on today in the lounge room. That's lovely. He's so nice. I think we have Askel in the house. Hello, Askel. Right. It's all right. Slightly later than a book. Don't be sorry. You meant to say thank you for waiting. Yeah. Or not waiting. And I'm still alive. So is Jada. So good work. <laughs> they haven't done anything yet. We're what? We're what? Se seven, still doing the questions? Yeah, we're 7.30 and nothing's happened. <laughs> we, lit, uh, we lit a torch. You did. Jada, this is now Jada, uh, who is also here, um, but she's carrying a torch, if, assuming Jada is okay with doing that. Yes. Cool. 
so there is a so just to describe um just for uh, anthony's benefit I've, I've lit the lights i've increased the light a little bit more um but this is a reasonably reasonably accurate view of how how dark it is in here the the thumping that you can hear uh behind you is um creatures you're presuming the skeleton creatures that um gray was able to use the spell and, and basically lock and close close that door um this is the room that you you fought them in um there's the uh the altar there there's a very stout uh door on this side um pretty rugged it's got some pretty impressive both dead bolts and uh pretty intact similar to this door here which is unopened um and inside this room there is a moldy old mattress um and that's pretty much where you're at i think you're all caught up awesome yep yeah, yeah we've gone too far yep right well should we position anyone not want to position position themselves around the door with the banging and have a have a go i'm keen now let's Motion do carry. it let's right, get into okay. it let's go mason's yeah, leading the pack <laughs> <laughs> so yeah mason i think we need to put you somewhere where your spear can do some stabbing yeah. uh because right. that's quite that that's well maybe not front center yeah but, not front center um can we we should put it i reckon like a couple of characters because you can stab past can't you yes yep so if you if we put one fighter on the left say with you behind and then another fighter on the other side uh with i guess someone in support there and then some bow people opposite the door flanked by more fighter people that might work won't it yep so you you mean sort of surround the door the the first yeah so uh you know two frontline fighters either side of the door uh and demos with his pointy spear behind one of them and then another another fighter in support in case the one on the other side goes down then on the opposite wall okay i guess but, who has got bows and then some other fighter people who can rush in if and come in but come between the bow people and the yep, and support yeah. yeah yeah um just a question if so we're assuming the the, the creatures will they might well flood in so we might prefer to have a, a person blocking, like directly in front of the door. Could do. Who knows what? We, uh, yeah. Who knows what their tactics going to be like? I suppose if you put, you see where tenure is now. It's that the blood, the pool of blood. Uh, if that blocking per, if if we put, uh, if we put the bows there, they still and they advance into the room. They can sort of. Sh oh no, because they'll be. Or no, it's not behind. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have to be face on. Uh, just a question, Gray. Could you read out the the description of the spell that you cast on the door last at the very one of the last actions of last game, please? Yes. Um. um he did <clears throat> one called jamming. Uh, which is causes a door to expand and jam into its, its frame 
the roll is one to 100 in severity and ranges from slightly stuck to unopenable. And I'm pretty sure he ro rolled like a 95 or something. He did. He was quite unopenable. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Nice. A nice ball might how, take it out, though. How long does it last? Um, it Perp. doesn't really say. Should should uh, should have a dura oh, duration. Duration is P. Permanent. P, P for permanent. So it's a really stuck door. <coughs> oh, well, maybe you don't worry about this now then. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Is like, if it's really, really jammed, um, if we don't need to go in there, you could just leave it. But you just, I guess, they may hack through it. Is it wooden or metal door or what? It's it's wood. It's pretty solid. Mm. It, it is wood, but it looks, you know, they'll be banging on this now. It's taken you probably a good call it 20 minutes to dice up the bodies um do all that horrible stuff light a small fire and get them going uh basically soothe some nerves and in that time they've been smashing at that door once the you heard the ice wall um come come down um and there's certainly no sign of any weapons coming through that that uh, that door that they're banging on not a chance it's pre it seems pretty solid uh maybe we just leave it for a minute then seem a bit crazy to undo our own work should we kill those like acid spitting monsters though the ones that we can put to sleep perhaps yeah or should we just see because this door will probably take us to a room where we can see them from a different side that yeah. might actually be quite helpful yeah. um and I think we've got to be really careful when we go through this door that we actually not caught in acid blast again, because presumably we'd be quite close to the grate on the other side. Something to consider. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think there's much point in being quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I think they know. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, well, should we just kind of open the door and see what rolls out? in a similar fashion to what we're going to do with the other door yep. and then if nothing rolls out go in yep. uh, Nicholas will want to summon his whispering beforehand okay okay uh, Nicholas summoning or whispering yeah. any, any other preparations from anybody else please but has Askel or Jada done any spell preps or anything like that nothing All right, um, in that case uh... oops well, sorry yep. um so here's a question then, GM. Like when, when I say Jada cast the shield spell, which is um, an instant, um, is it something gets in the way? Like she casts it, but then she tries to walk through a door. Does it like bump? Like she now she's got a. Yep. Get it. Uh, have a look at the description. I think it says it operates as a as a normal shield. So I, th so I think you're good. Reason you should have to turn sideways and shuffle through the door, and then. No, no. That sort of thing. No, 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 no. Isn't a shield, but would no, no, no. Isn't a shield that you'd use in front of you. So, so no, it's not. It's not massive. Oh yeah. No, it's like ha, ha, read the have a have a look at the description of the spell. But I'm pretty sure it, it's it's just it functions as a normal shield does. So it's not like it's massive. It's not like it's it, it encapsulates her or en encompasses her in a gigantic screen or anything like that. Oh yeah, yeah, but uh, then equally, does it move with your arm or something? What's the description of the spell? Oh, you would say that, and I'm just gonna find my glasses. <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty sure I'll be able to. 
let's see. Creates um, an invisible force shield in front of the caster. It subtracts 25 on the melee and, and functions as a normal shield. That's it. So, so I'm more looking, does it, it functions like a normal shield, so if they're to move their arm, would it move to their left, right, front, that sort of thing? If it's, a, yes, if it's attached to their shield, yes. If it's okay. attached yes. to their arm, yes, yes. I, I'm just looking at it as a manoeuvring type thing, like we're going through doors and just, I'm looking at crowded, limited space. A shield that gives 25 to melee and missile is a full shield. Correct. So it's, it's not as big as a kite shield or a wall shield, but it's a it's a decent size shield. Uh, other descriptions for it are, are like a heater shield. It's it's a you know it's a decent size shield, but it's a you know it, it, it it's it's not like a a force field which covers the character. It it operates like a um, yeah like a like a, a large shield is a is probably the best description. Yeah, so yep. where else are we coming from? Will it uh, uh, be a manoeuvring pain in the ass going through doorways, etc.? No, you know, in the same way that someone with a sword and shield keeps a, sword, a shield in front of them, they can move through a doorway. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so essentially, Eskel, Eskel, mm -hmm. Eskel, um, Eskel and Jada um, would just cast uh, shield spells. Okay. Uh, um, so uh, a, a spell from both um, Nicholas, Jada, and, and Askel. Go for it. Take your time uh, and make your rolls. Obviously, obviously you're taking um, 40 minutes. Uh, sorry, 40 seconds prep. Yeah. So uh, Askel's got to do that transcend armor. He does. Yes. Uh, Nicholas rolled a six. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Which is not a failure. So the whispering, the whispering, uh, Pete is, uh, is, I think. The whispering is now engaged. Yeah! That's cool. Thank you. All right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and that's cool. So, first roll, Transcend Armor. Yes, please. Got a 32 plus bonus of plus 45. That is, you need to top 101. Um, I'm afraid that doesn't do it. Make the roll, please. Uh, assuming you want to make the roll. You can always, um, you, you don't have to make the roll. Uh, yeah, I will anyway, yeah. Okay. Uh, ew, I got an eight. Okay. Um, so, what type of armor is he wearing again, please? Ripped leather. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, there's a like a uh, like a. Oh, you're on the number. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a minus two. No, no, no. It'll be a lot Sorry. bigger. Oh. I'll be you eighty. Yeah, eighty something. I've got the wrong bit of my sheet here.
That's cool. Here we go. I uh, might be able to. Uh, where is it? Yeah, a uh, ten ten D is what you're wearing. So you're wearing leather brigandine breastplate and, and greaves. Uh, you got a negative thirty five to to this roll because basically what 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 this means is you're a bit. It's that horrible massive eight foot thing, by the way. It's not it's not happy. Um, basically with the transcend armor it's it's an ability or it's an attempt for your character to try to say hey i'm i, I can tough this out I, I i'm not restricted by wearing armor askel didn't make that roll and he rolled an eight so that's a failure can you roll a spell failure please and that's uh modified by 35 uh yeah negative so 35 plus give me a roll please 23 23 is a 58 um so askel oh man that really hurt you tried to cast the spell um and you, you just lose it you just it just you know it tries to happen but it just doesn't come um you lose the spell but not the spell points right so cool. basically not stunned or anything but you're just kind of reeling a little bit from yeah just that was not good not as serious as serious as it could have been oh yeah so no damage either no damage yeah and jada doing the same thing yep um if he doesn't have any armor so she is 50. 50 cool no problem um zing uh with a yep with a just getting a bit of feedback there, guys. I wonder if that's... Is that me or someone else? Uh, is that better? Hello, hello, hello. I think it's something... Yeah, I think, Anthony, you might want to check your um, your settings for um, echo cancellation and things like that behind you. Uh, on, okay. On, yeah, on your on your, um, your Discord. Anyway, uh, that was successful, and the spell's cast. So Askel, you're standing there a little bit kind of not stunned, but you know, that didn't quite go as planned. Any other actions from you? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, anybody else doing anything? Any other prep I should be aware of? Uh, just getting the axe ready for mm -hmm. some chopping. Some chopping, sure. Anybody else? Etienne will, prepare, Etienne will prepare, but hold, depending on what happens. Sure. Comes through the door. Okay. And uh, I guess the rest uh, rest of my lot will position themselves ready to open the door. Cool. So who's going where? Uh, well, Severin's happy to go on one side of the door. Mm -hmm. uh, Tanya will put a notch, an arrow, and face directly opposite the door. So, uh, Etienne will stand off to one side. We're holding the spell yep. within fifty foot. Hang on, I'll just come and yeah. um, I'll come and uh, and, and sort this in a in a tick. Uh, just give me one second. Uh, yep, cool. Um, right, so um, talk me talk me through this, please, Graham. You got the talking stick at the moment. Uh, so yeah, I think Samuel will go on one side of the door so that he can open it and step back. Oh, 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 shivers, yep, okay, Severin, bang, yep, 
Uh, yeah, so just slide to the left of the door. Yep. Uh, and um, we'll say for the sake of argument, unless somebody else wants to take that position neathanal to his left flank. Okay. Yep. So, um, not, no, not in front of the door, to, off yep, to a... Yeah, yeah, get in there, get in there. Yep. Uh, and then leaving room in front of the door so that if Tanya stands at the opposite side of the room pointing a bow directly at the door that she wouldn't hit anyone. Okay. Alright. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And others, where are other people positioning themselves, please? Um, I do, do want to check. Oh, I'll put my headphones back in. Um, but, um... Uh, we'll be with Tanya being directly opposite because in the past we've sort of had risks of hitting people. Well, I think if if there's a clear channel being left, we'd be smart to keep that open, right? At least for the first things that come through the door, so at least one volley can go off. Yeah, yeah awesome. Okay. So I mean, not what we're seeing there clearly. No, okay, so Mithan will do the same. As uh, is Tanya had her bow out, but she's intending to switch to her sword as soon as she can. Leif can be in the same position as Nyathnor on the other side, or no, maybe Leif will take. Getting, it is getting quite crowded in here. Yeah, Leif. No, I think I think there are other fighters that can take that position. Leif in. Nicholas will be next to him. Okay, so we've got some light in there. All right. Yeah, so yeah, Nicholas will be where, yeah, where he is. I love how you've attached the lantern to him. And Leif will be over, yeah, yeah where he is. That's fine. Okay. Uh, yes, Askel, where are you positioning yourself, please? Uh, where is he again? Sorry? Where is he again? Currently there. Can you change your view slightly? Yeah. So a bit more bird's eye view. Yeah, how about that? Oh yeah, cool. That's better. Um, yeah, uh, uh, that that's probably fine. Given you know we're we're pretty crowded. All right. Uh, other characters: Gray, um, Etienne. Uh, uh, sorry, Gray. Is, yep. is, is Gray currently in this in a blood pool room? Gray is. I, I mean, I, I just put people randomly. I put him randomly here, but he, he can be wherever you like. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's getting pretty crowded there, and he's been hit by arrows before, and I don't think he wants to do that again. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess he'd kind of just... It, it probably keeps staying where he's staying um, out here, just waiting to run in if he's needed. Okay. Uh, he'd want to be kind of close to the door, so... Out there? Yeah, that yep. sounds good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I have Jadar there, so there's actually double Jadar. Jadar with the lamp and Jadar without the lamp. Um, is that about right for her, or is she somewhere else? Please, Jada. Uh, yep. Yeah, it looks all right. The, um, obviously, the room's getting a bit too crowded, but the, um, so out here, so we've got a lot of the offensive people in that room, and the we've got enough defensive people out here, just in case something sneaks up behind us. Yep. Keros and Demos, where are you guys going? Um, well, Karis is conscious of the stern lecture <laughs> that she's had previously, so um, 
She will be preparing, okay. um, but staying behind our um, bus. So about there? Oh, just, yeah, or even slightly, can, can she move forward a wee bit, or is it just too much? It's getting, I mean, that's, this is a room that's 5, 10, 15. It's chockers, well, yeah. Well, not quite, it's 20 foot by about 20 foot, so obviously those stands take up a lot of room, so more people, everybody could actually fit inside there, but to swing weapons comfortably, it's getting yeah, cosy. Yeah, yeah. Look, she's very contrite after her last experience, and she has done some self-reflection on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she will hang back and but be prepared to cast if the opportunity arises and rush forward and sort of elbow people out of the way if need be. All right. And lastly, uh, Demos, please. Um, where is he? Is he... He's, he's currently there, but you can put him wherever you wish. Who is on the other side of the door from Severin? I had Mithan. Uh, Mithan was next to Tanya with the bow, right? The fire end of the wall. Okay, I'm running out of space here, so who's... Who, who's... Can and Mithan, like, swap places, or...? Yep. Mithan, is that okay? <laughs> yep. oh, that's absolutely that's what was meant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, so, cool. Mithan is back here. Nicholas with the light is kind of in the corner there. And Tanya is kind of there. Is that about right? And you're where? It's not strictly accurate, guys, but yep, we've yep. got Severin here, we've got Demos to one side, we've got Neathanel here, Etienne here, Leif here, Askel here, Nicholas here, Tanya here, and Mithan there. Okay. Cool. Uh, just, just one thought. I reckon there's room for Askel, sort of opposite Neathanel, if he wants to go there. And Anthony. That would seem sensible. Yeah, I think the the idea is having a couple of fighters either side of the door, and a couple of bows opposite the door. So there's yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. There's no way for the bow people to to fire through at the moment. But just so you're aware. Okay, great. We're now set up. Let's go. What happens? So if the if the fighters on either side were had their backs against the walls, mm-hmm. are you saying that we couldn't fire uh, some arrows straight down the middle? Well, currently Neathanel's in the way. No, no, no. If the fighters had their backs against the walls, correct. Neathanel's either side. Neathanel's not a fighter. She's currently okay. Okay. The... Um, if the characters either side of the doors had their backs against the walls, yes. Will we be able to fire some arrows down the middle? Where's Neathel at the moment? She's currently right in the middle. She's right between the bow people, which are here and there. But she's, um, she's not because of her stand, because of the limitations of the arrangement, I reckon. So she was supposed to be at Severin's... I'll just send a little diagram, hang on. No, no. no. Yeah, don't worry about a diagram. Just just tell me, tell me where she is. Okay, uh to Severin's flank on his left shoulder so that she's standing uh, with her back to the wall. Okay. So Etienne can come out of the way um, so that Severin has his back. She's to the side of the door. Nathanel standing next to Severin, also not covering the door. Okay, cool. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. So there's a sort of tun- tunnel, if you like, going down the middle. Got it. With, with, with people with swords either side. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. Cool. What happens? Uh, no, is the, uh, can the door, has the door got a handle on this side? It does. Is it locked? 
I mean, has it got bars and things? Uh, it doesn't have bars. Yep. I mean, is it, do I have to unbar it or just to, you know, what, uh, what am I looking at? Is it just a, it's got a handle and that's it? It's got a door handle, yep. Okay, maybe it'd be worth just Neathanol checking uh, for trap on the door. Okay. Not Neathanol, sorry, Tanya. Okay. Could you make a roll, please? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Marvellous. Thank you. That is must. Uh, let's have a look. Cool. What's her... What's her... Either um, detect traps or perception, please. Whatever's the most relevant. So half her perception or a detect traps. What's, what's be whatever's better. Oh, um, half perception's better, actually. So half of 77... Uh, whatever that is. Seven, seven, um, seven, two, that's 38. 38 plus 48. Okay. Um, I, I mean, the light is pretty rubbish in here. I mean, she is an elf. She's got better eyesight than certainly the humans. And and Nicholas is there kind of with the lantern at the back kind of waving it. Um, but yeah, the lighting's not great. Oh, um, I'll, bring, I'll bring a torch, a torch up. Yep. Um... Yeah, I mean, she thinks it's... It seems like... Okay. Yep. She can't see anything obvious. Okay. Um, Alright, well, she'll retreat back, take position, and then Severin will kind of hold his hand up to check that everyone's ready. Mm -hmm. And that, does, the, does the door open outwards or inwards? Uh, it opens towards you. Yeah, that's annoying. Uh, in which case, um, he'll, <laughs> everyone's going to need to shuffle a bit as we open the door. Uh, which way does it open? Is it open towards his face or towards Demos's face? Towards his face. Uh, in which case, they'll shuffle, have to shuffle back a bit. Okay, done. Uh, and then, on the count of, not the count of three, on the wave of three, when everyone's ready, he'll, he'll reach forward, open the door, step back, allowing the bow people to fire if necessary. So he touches the door. Yes. With his hand. Uh, with well, yes, with his mailed fist. Yes. By himself. By himself. All alone. Uh, yeah. In, in the All dungeon. Well, yeah. I think it's, a, it's got a few people around him, but yeah. <laughs> he reaches forwards. Tension is mounting. His hand reaches for the handle. He pulls it down, and it's locked. Ah, oh, boo. All right. Uh, back to Tanya then. Okay. Uh, can, can she have a crack at picking locks, please? Sure thing. Give me a roll. With a bit more lights. Um, yeah, yeah, bring the light forward. Yep. Give me a, a picking locks roll, please. 41 plus 44. Um, uh, just coming. Gets bonus moderate lighting in here. Uh, 
Um. Yeah, so she's she's fiddling around with this thing. She doesn't. She doesn't think it's that hard. Like she she actually she doesn't think it's a particularly challenging lock. Like she almost had it. You can all hear you kind of all waiting with bated breath, and and she kind of twists the 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 lock pick around, and you can almost hear the 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 tumbler turn. She just doesn't quite do it right. If she if she thinks about it for another say twenty seconds or so, um, she can give it again another try with a plus five. All right, or or Nathanol can take over. Whatever's easier. Your call. Uh, well, Nathanol have a go. Why not? She's sure. got a better plus. I just realised. She won't get the plus five, but that's all right. No, that's fine. Cool. Give me a roll. Ah, that two. Uh, oh. Okay, roll again, please. Eighty-eight. Brilliant. Okay. Um. All right. So, um, if picking a lock, your lockpick is broken and stuck in the lock. So she's she's fiddling with it, and there's this god almighty snap of the metal, um, and that's it. There's the the, the piece of metal is just jammed in there completely, and that lock is kaput. Okay, she'll start casting. Okay. Okay. Uh, she'll magically try and magically open it. Okay, sure thing. She prepares. Uh, go the full four rounds. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, by the way, that's like quarter of a lockpick gone. I don't know who's got a lockpick, okay. but that that's part All of right. a lockpick is, is now gone. It's now broken. Okay, so she fully prepares, does a lot of swinging around of arms and chanting or whatever else is required. Jumping up and down. What was uh, that? Does touching the door help? Yes, it gives a plus 30. Uh, touch then, caress the door, <laughs> um, and then would like to cast. Go for it. Seven. Seven plus uh, 20 for prep is a 57. The spell is successful. What's the description of the spell, please? And we need a the spell, spell is unlock three. Hang on a moment. Uh, and that was a spell. That went off. Cool. Hang on a minute. Unlock three. Uh, it's like on long one. The spell has a 70% chance of opening any non-magical lock. Uh, if the if the lock is not unlocked, there's a 10% chance that if there's any traps associated with the set uh, set off, rolls open ended. Um, and it's on lock three, however, so it's a 70% chance of opening and a 6% chance of setting off any traps if there are any. Okay. What would you like to roll first, the the, the traps or the lock? Ah, uh, the lock. Okay, so 70 or under, um, and the lock is opened. 15. 15. 
that is a success and uh the lock very happily opens Sorry, folks, that was uh, took a long on the thought. <laughs> and your chance, a 6% chance of setting off any associated traps. Give me a roll. If it's 6 or under, you're in trouble. Sixteen. Sixteen. You're good. Um, the lock is now open. Nice. All right, she'll shuffle back in position then. Okay. Ready, everyone? Unleash oh. hell, etc. Alright, then uh, we'll uh, do the whole shuffle back, open door, weapons out, bows at the ready, go! <laughs> a big door. It is quite a big door. The door opens. And inside, I'm just going to borrow Nicholas and some light. Oops. A small room. Um, a very small room, actually. Only about 15 foot uh, long. Um, and I'll, I'll describe it in a second. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so it's yeah, it's full of kind of wooden rubbish. There's bits of kind of mouldering old crates uh, in, in in the room. Um, there's kind of bits of of wooden furniture scattered around. Um, but very, very small. It's only, uh, as you can see on the map, it's only 5, 10 foot across and uh, 5, 10, 15, 20 foot down. Um, just kind of rubbish in the room. From what you can see, however, a bit further along, I'll uh, bring it up this way. Through in here, oops, directly in front of this room, however, is a door way not a door but a doorway leading into another room um, the doorway is open and directly in front of you I'll just see if I can position this a little bit better bang and we'll move that in and down and down there we go thank you Nicholas for being our torchbearer so Nicholas is going to move through obviously he's not but just for the purpose of the fact that he can actually uh, display what's going on yeah directly in front of you is um another room uh a larger room from what you can make out within the shadows you haven't got very far and directly through in that other room appears to be right in front of you as you can see there is an old uh well looks like an old well what do you do just increase that uh, light a little bit more so you can see a little bit better uh, happy to send appropriately the uh, whispling in. Okay. If, if if that's okay with everyone else, and Nicholas will quietly narrate what he is seeing. Any other actions from anybody? 
Uh, yes, um, Chris. Yep. Um, I overlooked something when we were doing our rolls, but much to your delight, I actually rolled a 50. Uh, sorry? Askel rolled a 50. R right. Yeah. So isn't it a 50 there's something happens? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yes, there is. On, on, on a school here, I just was doing something about, hang on, uh, I better... <laughs> leave it. I, I really appreciate your honesty. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, um, because... The, th thank you for your honesty. I, I think because the story's moved on, I'm going to pick my moment, but I'm going to ask you to roll again uh, Askel, and let's see what happens. We won't do it right now because the story has kind of moved on a little bit. But at a moment, at a, at a particular moment, I'm going to ask that fifty to reappear. Thank you for your honesty and your, um, yeah, appreciate. And in fact, experience points for your honesty. Thank you, Askel slash Anthony. Not, not not right now, but yes, we will definitely come back to that fifty. Thank you. Cool. cool. Other actions? Anything else I should be aware of from the rest of the party? Severin will keep his hand on the door, uh, so uh, he's ready to slam it shut should anything come, mm -hmm. you know, if anything, if he thinks he needs to, okay. uh, while we wait for a whispering report. Okay. Any other actions from characters back in here? Grey, Keros, uh, Demos, Jadar? Um, I guess we'll probably start to follow into the room. As people move forwards. Yep, sure, sure. Uh, at this stage, no one, everybody has stayed where they are in this room. So I, I, Nicholas hasn't actually moved forward. I'm just using his token to to light the way, basically. But um, okay. but but yes, once people start doing that, sure thing. Um, Keros. If, if nothing, no need to respond. To, no. No, no oh, no, I'm sorry, I was talking to myself. Um, no, I'm just, I'm still obviously prepping and ready to go if needs be. Cool. All right. Uh, Demos, anybody else? Anybody else? No, no requirement to speak, of course. It's just, I just want to make sure that everybody gets some airtime, some time in the spotlight. So um, sing out if anybody's doing anything. Going once, gone twice, gone. Okay. Whispering time. Uh, so. The, the whispering spell um, has indeed uh, been cast. It sounded like this when it was cast. Maybe, maybe not. Perhaps not quite that loud. But you now have a whispering at your disposal, Pete. What happens? Woohoo! Um, sending it through. Okay. Um, cautiously keeping it up high as possible. Mm -hmm. And of course it's limited by the amount of light getting through to where it can be. Sure thing. There is actually a moderate amount of, of light, both from Nicholas's um, lantern, not a lot, but also there is also some coming through from that eerie purple glow. And this is what Nicholas sees. It's another room. Looks like this, and there's another grate here. I'm kind of mapping out the, the room, as you can see. There's another door here. I'll just get rid of that little cover that's on it. Here you go. So there's another, another door here, and I'll describe the room in its totality in a second. I'm just getting rid of the, the darkness. So there's this broken down kind of well here. 
Um, Oh, damn it. <laughs> and this is probably, I guess, somewhat accurate in terms of what the whispling would actually be seeing and doing. Except, maybe not quite that. Uh, actually, GM's going to do this. GM's going to take off the screen, talk amongst yourselves for two ticks. I'll reveal the room, and uh, and we'll go from there. I, I suppose we know what he, what's it seen if Nicholas has seen it this, thus far. So I suppose we can have a discussion about what to do. But it looks like there's a grate in that room, and I don't fancy us going in there until until we've cleared those spitty monsters out. The plan for the my worry is that one of these doors is going to um... open. Trigger it, yeah. Well, I wonder if we go back, we just leave this room for, as it is, close the door again, you know, before perhaps anything realises that door's been unlocked, and go back yeah. and, and try and... So the plan for, for my was my thinking for the those monsters is um, putting them to sleep. So we've got four, perhaps four, if they're an, if they're an animal, is that right, Grey? If they're an animal then yep. he can sleep them too. So that's perhaps four at once, if we all prep and all sort of coordinate our efforts, and if all spells go off and all resistance rolls are failed, whatever, who knows. So hopefully, and if they're all in the same area, they might not be in sight. Um, don't know what to do if they are, but the idea would be that perhaps if we were to get some put to sleep, then uh, if we make a portal through, we can go through and kill them. Coup de grace, or whatever it's called. Um, I don't know. So we'd need Kiros to do the portal. So that's making the portal through the portcullis. Um, the risks are that whilst doing that, if we haven't put all ones we've seen to sleep, they could come in as we're trying to kill them off. Um, also, if they're still yelling and shouting and screaming, then one, after their first round of sleep, they'll, they'll be, which is a magical sleep because they fall to the ground and don't wake up from falling to the ground. But after the first round of sleep, it's a natural sleep. So if there's still something still making noise or something still banging loud enough to wake them up, they could wake. One thought would be if someone's got a silence spell, so they can, in a particular radius, it's like no sound can enter and no sound can leave sort of thing. I don't know if any of the sneaky people have got a silence spell, but that would be really helpful. Sadly, no. Um, yeah. Neathnal can teleport through. Oh, brilliant. Well, Neath I think it's up to Neathnal to do it. Okay, guys. I'm sorry, just a little bit of narration and, and then I'll leave you guys to do a bit of checking. So this room and the whispering does a, a pretty pretty intense circuit of, of checking it all. It's only about 15 foot wide, as you can see there on the screen. It's 5, 10, 15, uh, 20, 25, 30, 35 foot long, so it's quite long. At the very far end, uh, and, and that horrible thing isn't necessarily there, it's kind of scuttling around somewhere else, um, is the portcullis. Um, there is uh, a door here, as you can see. There is also another door here in this little alcove there. Uh, you can kind of make it out just there. Um, in the room is, is, as you can see there, is, is a uh, decrepit well. Um, also in here, um, yeah, these things really don't like you very much. Um, yeah. Uh, 
also in here is you can see uh, these objects and coming up into the discord um, now uh, you can see um, like a, a and it's hard for the whispering to hard for the whistling to see but it, it, like a like a short sword it doesn't look in great condition uh a skeleton uh collapsed on the ground quite a lot of more wooden kind of waste like a um like bits of boxes and material lumps of wood etc just kind of scattered around uh the ground uh, a cantilabra um you can see over he over here um a, a crate here with a uh kind of a rag over the top of it um, and yeah, a set of kind of wood carving tools and some what look like, it's hard for the whistling to see of course, but some um, like chess pieces apparently look, look like maybe made out of wood and like some piece of a musical instrument or, or something like that. Um, yeah, that's it. I'll leave you guys for your chatting while the GM heads to the loo for a second. Okay, so the, the whistling's going through the portcullis. Okay. By itself, yeah. Okay. Alright. We'll learn in the dark. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Uh, okay, so yeah, I mean, it, let's let's do a drive-by. Let's do a let's do one of these. Bang! So it it heads on through here. So this is the other door that you can see there. So a bit more of a, a description of this room. Uh, it's flown around. There's that skeleton that I mentioned. There's the well. Uh, there are the other characters um, back through in this in the other room. Um, there's kind of rubbish and stuff lying around here. Uh, it it flies through the bars and um, there's nowhere near actually the, the light that's way too generous with the light the light really is kind of that at a at best um, you know it, it's it's not a particularly friendly setting to be to be fair that's that's the direction it's come uh, it's it's coming in here and there's some kind of debris lying around um, on the grounds looks like just like bits of rubbish you think um perhaps more wood stuff uh over here there's like a uh, what looks like a me a wooden or sorry a stone chest and a big kind of ewer uh, there's one portcullis here another portcullis here going off into the gloom uh this one here is you've seen the creatures come to and fro here um this was the the main entrance so that's that's originally where you guys came through and you can just make out Keros's ice wall there and then uh this was the whoops uh this was the um other area this is the other view that you had with the uh the columns in that room previously so you've moved from here where you came in to the second view of the the, the portcullis uh down here where you fought um the animated dead corpses called yeah I guess you can call them that to where you are now um, so yeah mm -hmm. oh. 
she'll have to be able to see it. And my guess would be that if she was to actually, we should examine the floor in the little room. And if she was to, I, I don't know if she can get sight from anywhere else where we've been actually, apart from she goes through that little room that we've just opened up and sticks her head out momentarily and looks down that way through that pool colour, she would see exactly the place where she wants to put it. Can Jada make her invisible? Uh, don't forget that there's this um, quite high <laughs> kind of pillar or um, oh, thing right. here. So, so no, could, could, Keros, could she? No, she couldn't. Keros would need to come further into here to see it. Oh, sure. Yep, I reckon if Jada made her invisible, that's a great idea. And what if we were to um, try and make a noise in the very far room to encourage them to go down that through the archway? There's... Depending on how many are in there at the moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure we can distract them through. The only problem is, like I said before, is that once they're asleep, they're only properly asleep, well, only magically asleep for the first round. If they continue to bellow and have noise that will wake them up, they will wake up. So as soon as they're asleep, we need to act really quickly. So Chris, based on um, our experience so far, they seem to move around a bit. Would that be correct in saying? Yeah, from from what you've seen, uh, there are these four kind of dog-like things. Pete, if you've got a if you've got the image of those two, that'll be handy. Um, that would be really handy. Thank you. Uh, and then there is this really tall hideous thing that peter's very kindly yeah. posted into the uh into the chat and yes you know they've got free reign clearly of this area um you don't know what's obviously in through here but they seem to have had free reign into this this area here well that's not very helpful into this area here Is that not? Uh... Sorry, guys. Just I'm not quite sure what happened there. Um, so they're they're moving around. That's what I should have done. So they're moving around very freely here. Um, they're coming in and out of this area here, and then this was the the set of bars that uh, you got spat at as well, uh, and they seem to have free movement here. Yeah, they trot around. Um, They've definitely, they're not spitting nearly as much. Um, yeah, you're not sure why, but, um, th you know, they're spitting occasionally. But they are yes, um, I guess our optimum then, unless anyone feels indifferent, would be to cast that wall when there are two in the main arena. Would that be a good, good thing number, to do, do we think? I reckon. A good number, and then that gives you a good chance of being in a sleep, both of them. Yep. Nathan would have to be pre-prepared, probably already invisible, um, to teleport herself through, and then kill them. Uh, I guess it would be good to be, have some sort of backup plan if things go awry, in terms of getting her back, because obviously she'd have to recast, that'll take some time. Does anyone else, uh, Keros, you have a, you can open a hole. Does anyone else have any other means of getting her back? Nicholas can do hole two. So if Nicholas was to start preparing immediately, just in case, that would be helpful. Yeah. Ray could make her fly over the top of that cutlass. 
Oh, port, sorry. Port, no, port. the port, the portcullis goes to, okay, the way up. to, to ah, the roof. Okay. I'm sorry. Yep. Do that, uh, f flying, yeah, flying wouldn't help because of the acid, obviously. Oh, it was 25 oh, yeah. feet high, yeah. Also, Nicholas <clears> is <throat> going to be um, preparing sleep, so he won't, he'll be continuing to cast one of the sleep spells. Uh, yeah, what I'm saying is immediately after yep. you've done the sleeps, could you guys all start preparing just in case it all goes tits up? Yep, in case she needs to get out of there. I think that sounds sensible. Um, and so, Chris, that 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 would be roughly our plan then. I think, unless someone else has anyone to ask. Uh, anyone else on the plan? Any... No. No. Anyone else? No. Sounds good. All right. You got a plan? Tell me what happens. Um, oh, sorry, how far apart are the bars? Oh, um, right. yeah, good question. Uh, call it, uh, say, four inches. So, so that's what, um, you know, uh, maybe 10 centimeters apart. Uh, as mentioned, Keros, um, you would definitely need to come into this room uh, to get a proper view of where you'd be casting um, the ice wall. Just peering around the corner is, is not going to be good enough. Just, just as a heads yeah, up. Yeah, no worries. Yep. But you're talking about being invisible. Okay, cool. Yep. I, uh, I think that um, if we wanted to, I think that Tanya should, or Tanya would, um, Nathaniel should inspect, if we're just being careful of traps, inspect the little room. Oh, yeah, quick, sure. Quick, quick, uh, yes, and ten, well, Tanya, I'll send Tanya in there. Yep. So, uh, obviously, creeping. Mm -hmm. I'm giving a, a good look around. Okay. So, you put some. You put some lights uh, at, at the doorway. Hang uh, on guys. I'll just. Just one second. Um. Uh, so you put some light at the doorway, and and what happens, please, Tanya? Well, first of all, just let the light sit and make sure the creatures aren't too put plus by it. Mm -hmm. And once she's satisfied that they they haven't responded to that, um, she will have a peek around in the room and very carefully sort of use her full senses to check for anything untoward. She's particularly interested in any trip wires, any stones, flagons that uh, maybe uh, look like they're not quite even with the others in terms of with it, some sort of pressure um, yep. platform or anything like that. that, you know, that kind of thing. Secret doors, all, all the usual, and then creep around checking out the room quietly. So she checks this, this room that the light's in now, correct? Correct. Great. Uh, cool. Can you give me firstly a stalking manoeuvre? Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Sure thing. Uh, what's his stalk? Eighty-two. 
131. Jesus. Cool. Okay. Uh, you guys, if you close your eyes, um, yeah, Tenyo just wouldn't exist. She just she makes absolutely no noise whatsoever. She is as silent, silent as uh, the opposite of that dog. Um, yeah, you're very silent. Uh, you you go in. Uh, can you make a perception roll, please? Or uh, looking for, uh, plus thirty eight. I think we said it was. Yeah. Give me a roll, please. Fourteen. Fourteen. It's masked, remember? So it could be very good. Okay. Uh, what do we say? Thirty-eight. Uh, oh. Um. So. Yeah. I mean, Neathanol. Sorry, Tanya has a really good look around this this little room here so she scans the walls here she she inspects pretty thoroughly she she is pretty convinced you know she's taking her time tapping on stones etc she's pretty convinced that in this room you're good there's nothing here okay and then the next room would she need to take the light or could she do it without it is there enough pink in there uh she would need some certainly some light behind her would be useful um okay well i think she would put the light just inside the door and then remain still and out the way mm -hmm. and just just check if there's any reaction from the creatures okay and then just hold hold tight for a bit uh she'd also be particularly careful about crossing the threshold um same checking for stuff as she did before uh and yeah uh, repeat the process i guess but just being mindful of any creatures yep sure thing uh so so she who's who's bringing the light or where's what's the light source does she bring the lantern herself i would say so yes okay so she picks but up i think she she's mindful obviously there's some acid could come through that great and uh, she knows it's around the corner so she'll put the lantern there and retreat and just sit it out, just see if there's any reaction. And one, if there's nothing there, she's pretty certain she can't hear anything. Mm -hmm. She'll then move forward okay. cautiously. So you do have a, a shuttered, a shuttered lantern there, which means that you. So the, the amount of light that that is displaying on the screen that you guys can see there now is not what that is the maximum that that the lantern could be. You could also shutter it down to just quite a small like tunnel of light to inspect a certain area so it's actually not throwing off nearly as much light as that um doing so she puts it by the door and there's kind of a beam of light that comes out and illuminates this old decrepit quite horrible looking well here um she gives it five minutes and there's no sign from the other the other bars in fact the kind of the roaring and the hissing has has gone down too you can't really hear that anymore um the banging on the doors stopped and the hissing stopped and the, the roaring of that big creature stopped it's gone relatively quiet the horrible sounds that you're hearing are more in the backgrounds they're more further into this complex um so she's left it a bit of time there doesn't appear to be any any reaction to the light uh what happens now so she cautiously goes forward, checking the threshold through the doorway, and then just has a 
Could you give me a stalk roll first and then a and then a detection, please? Sixty-four. Plus one three something stupid. Yep. Yep. Fair to say that's a successful I'm gonna call that a, a light maneuver. There's a bit of kind of quite a lot of debris and stuff under the under the grounds and uh, underfoot. An eight for the detect, thank you. Where is it when you need it? Oh, okay. Um, and 38, correct? Yep. Um, yeah, so she's moving forwards and she gets to about there and something kind of, just for a second, captures her attention. She thought that she heard maybe movement through by through the, the portcullis and, and kind of goes no no it, it wasn't it was okay and is just about to step forward and yeah there's something s slightly not very but slightly odd about this piece of flooring here there's a kind of a like the the flooring's flat flagstone and just in this the the nick of time she noticed that this a little part quite a large part of this flagstone is just slightly raised it just doesn't look quite natural there's something not right about that area okay uh i think she will creep back and tell the others that she thinks that the the entranceway is booby trapped. Mm -hmm. Potentially, it could raise the portcullis. We don't know. It could be a trap. It could you know? It could be anything. But you know, it uh, it wouldn't be. It would be risky to go through there uh, unless we were going to miss that flagstone completely. Um, she, she asks um, Nicholas whether there is another angle on that that archway that he's noticed, or does it have to be from this portcullis? What does Nicholas know? Uh, what I showed you. You saw that through here, uh, perhaps up up here, maybe. Yeah. But the best angle, really the only direct angle, is the way that you're intending to go. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you could have Kiros flying. <laughs> flying uh, invisible. So there's definitely I mean do you want do you want to just use the whistling to see if you can get an angle on it from the other way before we yeah, do that? Absolutely, or? yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, if the whistling can move and look at other angles it would. Um sure I'm as I say said before, just really keen that everybody has their moments in the sun. The, the time in the spotlight is it any other character doing anything is uh yeah demos um or askel or gray or anybody else we need a bit of guidance of um from from what's being scoped out ahead just to 
other, other, rather than us all just standing around. Well, I mean, we can literally just stand around if that's the, the best option as well. But um, I guess it's just hearing guidance back, like should we stay or are we going to draw or go go around another way? Yeah, I was thinking that, you know, I don't know if there's anything much for other people to do at the moment, which is why it'd be nice to sort of move it on, I suppose. Um, yeah. But I, I was wondering if the people who were going to cast sleep would be perhaps through in the other room. I don't know. I don't know. So my, my take overall is um, they wouldn't put the nastiest things uh, somewhere that you could just go around them. So I guess ultimately we're going to need to go through some way so do you mean getting rid of them is a good idea yeah yeah uh, uh, yeah acknowledge um there's that potentially a booby trap thing there or raise a dog but yeah i guess it's figuring out whether it's going back and then just lobbing from a distance and getting them but, um i tend to run away though mm. you know last time we shot them with stuff they scarpered yeah, I mean, if we can get an angle yeah. on it from the other grate, let's do that. See if we can get trap all but two of them. That's the, I mean, that's the first step, isn't it? From the other uh, grates, um, from here uh, to there. Yeah, let's have a look. Let's do the. <laughs> who's got a Who's got a mirror? Yeah. <laughs> You could always tuck something at that flagstone, like, you know, get everyone to withdraw, have a door ready to close, and someone throws uh, some debris. I bet it is slightly, but what if it opens all the portcullises? I don't know if we want Also in this game, remember that there is such a thing as open-ended, and that's what one character reported that they think they saw, or they, they, they're certain they saw. may not be what they saw, of course. Who's willing to risk? Uh, willing to risk it? Not me. <laughs> um, you can close the doors, I guess. So there's that option. So y yes, going up to those bars, you can get an angle on um, another angle on, but you'd have to be right up at the bars, like right up at them, to see through. So, so if you imagine where that uh, where the where the cursor is now, you could get up to. Come, you need to get up to at least there to see over here. Does that make sense? Your call, your call, Karis. What do you want? I well, because that means even if she's invisible, it means a stalk roll up to those bars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, throw a carrier. My my feeling, Kiros, is a, a, a fly spell would fly you over that flagstone. That, that, that room does afford you more cover, right? So if you got over that flagstone, uh, once you know you, could, if things turn to shit, would there oh, be an opportunity? Just fly back out again. Just fly back out the door. True. Well, or, 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 or if she actually went up into the corner, you know, would would they be able to fire? I don't know. It's difficult to see, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? What do you reckon, Kiros? Can you just step over the flagstone? Like, how big yeah, are we? True. Doing? Yeah. Yeah, can I? Well, how big is that stone? Uh, it's five foot. Aye. I don't know what that means. Can I jump over that? It's about the about the height 
of your gorgeous husband. Your, go <laughs> your gorgeous, modest husband. Who's that? I think he's slightly taller than five foot. But five, anyway. Five eleven. Five eleven. But... <laughs> one, one and a half, half metres. One, one metre seventy-five. Okay. So probably not going to be able to just... No, you can. You would be able, I mean, it would be... You'd need to make a manoeuvre to do it. But... Uh, it's not, it be, not not an impossible jump. No. Would it be a jump that made her visible again if she was invisible? Yes. When I landed. Yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um. I don't know. Um. Can just run and jump was... it. Yeah, Chris, could. you were saying Sorry. you were saying that a second character looking at the same thing wasn't allowed. Was that what you were saying before? I, I, I think ah, um, uh, no, 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 something like this. What, what I'm, what I'm, no, I, no, for something like this, definitely someone can come up. What, what I'm kind of not saying is every room, oh, yeah, every, okay. Every yeah. single every single thing is double checked just in case. But no, if 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 someone wants to come forward and have a look um, with something suspicious, yeah, definitely. It's more just the the kind of the you know doubling your chances. Like when you make a roll to see if there's something there, yeah. it's kind of part of the game. So, but no, if if, right. if you are suspicious of a particular object or a particular area, or a particular thing, definitely, yeah, someone else can come up and have a look. Sure. Well, Neathan may as well do that then. Okay. Having heard what Tanya had to say, mm -hmm. if that's all right. Sure thing. She's making a stalk to get up there. Identical, yeah. Okay, make a roll, please. That's generous in the GM actually offering those kind of things. Anyway. Um, 80, fair, 80. Fair to say it's successful. I mean, there is quite a lot of wooden debris and stuff kind of scattered around, but yep, she, she makes it up kind of beside this doorway silently um, uh, make a perception roll please so she's got detect traps at plus 46 so that would probably be preferable definitely it's better than uh, Tanya's 38 yeah. for sure give me a roll please ooh 97 that's uh, masked it's better. Masked, sorry yep yeah uh, but I am going to ask you to roll again, however. Oh, so hope it's up. 81. Again, it's masked. Okay. Uh, plus 46. 46. Yep. You're declaring what you're looking for. You do get a bonus of plus 30 if you're absolutely stipulating you're looking for a thing. Um, and I'm looking happy. for a thing. Yep, you're but specifically stating what you're looking for. Uh, yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So so Tanya was. Um, she's pretty sure she saw that. Uh, Neathanol is absolutely emphatic. So Tanya is very quietly whispering to what she could see, and Neathanol spots it in a second, even with the dim light. Yeah, without a doubt, the majority of that flagstone, there's almost like a little raised 
lip um so the flagstone set in and, and min it's only kind of millimeters high the fact that tanya spotted it in the first place is pretty amazing but without a doubt it looks like pretty much the entire flagstone um has the ability to to be pressured down um could it be jammed could could you attempt to disarm or disactivate some of it you're not sure you could give it certainly give it a go but there's without according to Neathanel, without a doubt she's she's there is no doubt in her mind she's certain that there is something that that entire um flagstone is triggered in some way and it's and the one beyond she would figure is not in comparison uh correct yep as far as she yep. can see yep. in the lights um this one right here uh appears to be fine it's it's this one right where someone would step is the problem mm. and how hard a maneuver would it be for a non-jumpy person to just skip across it good question um good question uh if you would here we go perfect jumping uh Why doesn't Rollmaster just make things easy? Um, the base jump, standard horizontal, for the average person of 5 foot 11 is equal to the base jump, running horizontal, divided by 2. The base jump for the average man is equal to 12 plus the strength bonus in inches. Jesus Christ, Rollmaster. Um, what's her strength bonus, please? I've come up with a different way of doing this, didn't I, Chris? I sent it over. I don't know if that's any uh, less complicated, but yeah. Uh, if you've if you've got it handy, great. If not, I'll I'll make something up. Um, it's not a look. It's not a huge. It's not a huge distance. Um, I I would say. Uh, uh, an all or nothing. Um, Light maneuver would be appropriate. There's some risk involved, but it's not a it's not a huge distance that you're trying to leap. It's a light maneuver. What happens, guys? The uh, Karos is cool, isn't it? I'm talk talking away to myself. Um, I don't know if I want to jump that, to be honest. I yeah, I, I think if you're wanting to be in there invisible, then you can't. Yeah. You become visible. No. Yeah. Because you land, right? Yeah. Personally, I reckon you should fly. Yeah, me too. I just don't. Yep. Breaking awesome. So I was yes, not going to power points for a sleep spell. Um, oh yeah. That's, let me see. I think he should. Uh, um, yeah, fly is only level three, so this should be fine. Yeah. This, uh, that would be for like six minutes. Plenty of time. Plenty of time to do a nice wall. A nice wall. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Can I suggest the perhaps the sequence of things? Yes, please. So please. I would suggest Kiros's flight made invisible 
and is flying, goes into that room, and, but does not cast the ice wall just then. She keeps a lookout down the hallway. When there's the right number of creatures in there, she relays that to Tanya, who relays it to whoever, all the way through. Or, or we just take the initiative, I'm not sure. I suppose, no, I suppose the people who are... Well, we know. We want her looking down the hall if she can see that far to warn us that there's no more creatures coming. So when there's the right number of creatures, she alerts people. And the people who are clo near the uh, portcullis in the other room can do their sleep spells. So that'd be Leif, Grey, and Nicholas. They do their sleep spells. Um, when there's two creatures in there and no creatures coming up that hallway, still with no ice wall, then Neathanol can teleport in there, uh, kill them, hopefully, and then get back out. And if any point uh, Kiros sees creatures coming, she can cast the ice wall. That would be my suggestion, because then there's no ice wall to distress them and make them make extra noise, and then we're not under quite as much time pressure for Neathanol yeah. to get out. So there's no yeah, other I, mean, I, think, I think she'd be more comfortable if there was a barrier. But you're saying hold the barrier until because they could all they they run in. Yeah, but which side do. of the barrier do you want to be on? But if Kiros has got a waiting action. Yeah, but it'll be down to initiative, won't it? And they're super fast. That's true. That's absolutely true. Well, perhaps, uh, or perhaps she perhaps she casts it in the in the she casts the barrier in the round that Neathnal kills the first one. So as soon okay. as Neathnal's teleported in there. She kills the first one, which makes her become visible because she was going to be invisible, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Neathanol was going to be invisible. So as soon as Neathanol becomes invisible, Kiros casts the ice wall, and then Kiros, then Neathanol's got time to kill the second one. And then teleport her out. And then, then teleport her out, or or we make a portal, or yeah. So Neathanol okay. teleports herself out, or we make a portal and she gets out. Okay. How does that sound? Sorry, sorry, it's, it sounds a bit convoluted, but I think it would. No, 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 it's good. It depends. It does depend on how well Kiros can see up that corridor. It really does. It's got excellent eyesight, right, Jim? It's not so if poor, poorly, <laughs> she would need. I'm kidding. <laughs> yep. She, she, I mean, imagine. Let's take that light away. Um, and let's kind of give you a sense of exactly how dark it is in here that's that's not too far off so she can see the purple glow I would definitely be putting a minus on that spell she can just make out maybe the opening over there but it's pretty hard I'd be asking a perception a perception roll and I'd still be putting a minus on the spell she would yeah it, it uh, she doesn't have the vision of the elvish characters she can see it if she's kind of lucky the other option is that we don't go into this room the whispling is the lookout Keros and uh, Nicholas and Leif do the sleep spells when we can see only two in that room as soon as they've fallen asleep, Kiros runs up to the bars and has got the vantage to do the ice wall straight away. How does that sound? Uh, to just to maybe help with your thinking. Yes, please. <laughs> certainly uh, from here, um, 
if she was right up at the bars, uh, and if we turn the the light down to what she would actually see, um, she could definitely make out the entranceway here because it's a lot closer, a lot easier. Awesome. So if we've, got the whistling, if we've got the whistling on the lookout so it can see what's coming up that hallway, it can see when there's the right number of creatures there, but Nicholas won't be able to cast sleep because he's concentrating on the whistling. Once we've got the right number of creatures in that room, we cast sleep on them, they fall down. Um, that's Yeah, and then, then immediately the round after, rush up to the bars, ice wall goes up, and the ethanol goes in. Okay. So Karios uh, and the ethanol should be together then, therefore? Yes. Well, we'll all, we, none, of, none of us need to be in this room, in the booby trap room. We can all be through in the yeah. other room. Okay. So we can all be in the pillar, the pillar room. If that, does that make sense? Is that okay with everyone? I don't mean to be directing. But... If, in terms of providing cover, uh, would it be useful for Tanya to be in the room with the, the, the pressure plate? I reckon. Be, be ready to be. I reckon it's a great idea. Uh, just to... yep. uh, Chris, uh, judging of our experience of gaseous clouds of acid, mm. do we think do we think in the way that behaves? To to Tenya's best knowledge, does she think if she if she were in that room with the well and she were pressed against one of the corners to either side of the grate, do you think that would afford her some cover from attack? Uh aren't sure is the answer um they have spat like jets of acid but it's kind of been clouds of acid at the same time too if it was a cloud and it went in her direction it wouldn't be good for her um she would it probably wouldn't be as severe as getting like a jet of acid at for example etienne's hand or demos's leg uh but she still could be injured potentially by a cloud of acid right so, so she's probably better coming to position herself in the other area than where the other two are going through okay. well not necessarily um she, she it, it's she would unlikely to be take a direct blast because there would be rock wall in between her and her attackers uh you think um although one thing to note um you know the bars are right here and the area off to the side it's not if you can see there it's not a hard it's not flush up against the wall if you can it, it, i'll give you a bit more light oops come here it's actually kind of more in a it kind of narrows oh. to the uh you see what i'm saying no 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 good okay all right i won't do that uh okay so yeah yeah she'll go back round yeah okay what happens Yes, we go through um, to the, yeah, yep, keeping out of range of that. I suppose we're going as sort of semi-quietly. Okay. Uh, uh, the, the tentacles have gone. What's semi-quietly? What? And who's going? Uh, well, uh, why don't, is, is there much point? It's all clanking around there. If, oh, okay. I mean, if, if I, I suggest we could probably get as far as there, but in terms of if for those probably no further for those who aren't going to take an active part, would that be logical? We don't want to make noise for the sake of it. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 
How, oh, how, how, how fast do these creatures Hello? roam, by the way? Uh, how fast are they? Sort of they wander around? Are they lightning fast? Or if we... No, reasonably slow. Yep, they okay. kind of they, kind of, they they certainly move when they need to very quickly as yep. you've seen they move with horrible speed, um, but but just moving around no no quite quite slow, quite slow. Um, so we're all going to remain around the, those who are not taking active part keep a fair distance so they don't make any noise is that right? Yep. I, I, I am. I mean, some, sometimes this is the way a role-playing game works, that certain characters have certain strengths and they they kind of are in the spotlight. I just want to make sure that everybody has a chance to contribute. So, yeah, any, anything from any other characters? Any, any thoughts or comments? Any, yeah, make sure that everybody's got, a, got some airspace. Okay. I just wanted to check that that, that you were all right with um, Anthony because I wasn't quite sure what you were meaning before. Uh, in what way? Oh, just you were you were you were saying this is what we you were feeling this is what we needed to do is is right. Oh yeah yeah like I think all the logic points to we can probably go right around these creatures but we're ultimately we're going to have to go through them. So cool. Okay, so we, we we've got to do this for now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Cool. So I suppose um, who needs to go through there? I don't think Nicholas does. I think his whispering's range is okay. Um. What's the range, please, Pete? A hundred foot. Okay. Uh. So tell me where he is locating himself. Oh, he would be. Well, I think if he was at the doorway with everyone else, the doorway to the pillar room. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I suppose it's a hundred. He needs to be able to get the whistling into the sort of the centre of that room or up up the corridor a bit. Where are you putting it? Yeah, even e yeah, even further up. Keep going north. Yep, yep, all the way up, up the corridor where they might be coming down. So that's actually into the. He's there. Oh, this that's is not him. This is his whistling. I understand that. The yep. that's into the skull room. That's the skull there that I'm touching. Yep, correct. And if you go directly north of that, that's the corridor. The, sorry, the other. Sorry, you must be a different. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm straight to the top of the screen, upwards. Oh, there. Yeah, yeah. That's the hall while they're coming down, eh? Yep. So that. That's uh, the access. So, so, so the whispering can make it there easily, easily, right? If that's 80, what's that? Eighty foot. Eighty foot. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So Nicholas can stay there. So it'll be, Keros, Leif, Gray, Neathanol. Uh, and I, th and I think Tanya will probably go behind one of the pillars in case she needs to fire. But is, is she good enough at sneaking? Tanya, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. All right. Uh, okay. So who's going first? Tanya. I reckon. Tanya, then the okay. ethanol. Give me a stalker, please, Tanya. Hundred. Hey! That'll do. That will do. Nice one. Roll again. Sixty-four. Most of those are cartwheels, then. Uh, Sixty-four <laughs> plus hundred thirty, whatever it was. Nice. Um, that was a light maneuver. Uh, hundred thirty-one. I uh, talk about overkill. 
Move inspires your allies. Plus 20 to friendly rolls for three rounds. Hey! That was, That'd be ooh, handy. That Let's was make most of that. Exceptional. Yeah. Uh, Tanya, you... Uh, it's almost... So she's taking up... Go on. Yep, where does she go? She's going to take up a position behind... Um, you see the wall. Uh, obviously, there's a, the long corridor down to the grate. And that, exactly there. Uh, and she's going to take up position there with a bow, uh, arrow notched. So if she needs to, if it goes horribly wrong, she can at least fire down that corridor at one of the beasts if, if she has to. What could go horribly she's a, wrong? She, she, she's back up, really. Cool. Got it. All right. Uh, great. Tanya's in there. What's happening next? Uh, Neathrol uh, uh, will want to cast visibility, I think, first. Uh, assuming prep. 62. Uh, spell successful. Yep. And then creep down. Give me a roll. 39. Plus 20. Plus her, plus her 20. Thank you, Tanya. And plus 113. Okay. Uh, okay, just a second. Just a second. Oh, that's not what I meant to do. Oops, a daisy. Uh, cool. Yep. Where does she move to, please? Uh, sorry. Can I have a look at the corridor to the grate? Well, we're going to need to go quite close to that, aren't we? I um. I guess there's no point in her standing by the grate until she absolutely needs to, so she may as well go to the wall, duck around the wall a little bit closer than Tanya. Yeah. And obviously we'll keep, uh, wait for kind of Karios's sight. Oh, is Karios going to be invisible? I don't. No? Okay. I don't uh, need because she's just going to have to cast a spell. Yeah, okay. So who's right? So in other words, Neathanel's going to signal when she should cast. She can do that by mind voice, of course. Oh, uh, Nicholas will be able to do it through the whisper. Oh, okay. All right. Of course. Yep. In which case, she may as well creep up and get a sense of which creatures are in the room before moving right up. Oops. Wait. There. Yeah, and I guess she'd just like to ascertain how many she thinks are in the room. And if there's, she won't bother if she's certain there's lots, then she won't bother moving up to the bars. But where she thinks there are less, she'll go and have a little peek and see if it's time. Okay, sure thing. Uh, cool. Um, next character, please. Uh, Nicholas will move to the edge of the. Uh, where whoever who's there in that in the doorway there gray yeah Nichols will move to basically where gray was mm -hmm. so he can whisper in a loud whisper his reports of what's what's happening and he'll move the whispering to that the, well, the access corridor to the skull room when was he doing that um in relation to these two characters moving up uh, actually to think well i was sort of asking about it before so he would prefer to have done that as early as possible. Oh, basically. okay. In that case, uh, sorry, I should have done some rolling before. 
I'll just do that now. So actually, I'm going to hold those two actions from both uh, Nethanol and Tanya just for a second. And he is keeping the whispering as high as possible. Un understood. Understood. Yep. yep. Understood. Cool. Um, all right. Um, so I'm sorry. Uh, we we may need. I'll hold those rolls for two other stalks. But I, I hadn't realised that the we should have moved the whistling first. Uh, I hadn't quite realised that. Um, so yeah. So the whistling was here. Uh, and it moves over and at this stage um, you're, you're kind of in, in, in luck uh, initially because a, a couple of these whoops a couple of these things uh, and, and including this massive tall creature um, seem more interested in wandering off here one of them is kind of pacing backwards and forwards up in front of the bars here um, however the other one no. we'll use this guy here however pure dumb stupid luck now this thing is 20 foot up in in the shadows um, one of these creatures however moving over here looks like it was actually about to go into the door S something kind of freezes the whispering is obviously focused on it um, it's looks up uh and then there's just this this um this horrible sound and a blast of acid comes up towards your whispering oh whispering oh dear um so let's you're gonna have to help me with this with your critters uh agility please pete um, yep. okay yep uh what's its db please uh 60. wow it's fast Um, but not, I'm sorry, not fast enough. Um, it takes 16 in a B heat. Oh, heat. Interesting. Oh, sorry. 16 to B, uh, um, acid, I should say. Hmm. And, oh, and there's the critical. Yeah. It was a 96 on the critical. Oh, it's got 30 hits. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, whispering this yeah the whispering just disintegrates and these things just start rioting there's yeah. noise and flashing and screaming any ill effects on nicholas when your whispering is destroyed the spell doesn't list it no okay you're in luck yeah 
Well, so, I would be a lot more cautious if there were. So, um, so Nicholas, yeah, th that room just goes black for you. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, and so, I suppose. I mean, I, I made that call without your consultation, Graham. But I just thought that that probably was what would sequence of events was to get the eyes in sight first. So I hope you don't okay. mind. So, so your people probably haven't moved yet. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nicholas can resummon another whispering. We can follow follow the same plan, but I think we should give it a bit of time for things to calm down. Yes. All right. And and he is running down on powerpoints. That's for sure. All right. Um, you duly wait. Uh, it takes probably a good half an hour for the for the creatures to to stop their hissing and their thrashing around and just start to kind of pad backwards and forwards. Um, and you can repeat the process again, please, Pete. Uh, cast for the whistling. Yep. With, oh, whoops. It's <laughs> not the thing. I, oh dear. The last thing I had in my clipboard because I usually I, just for, uh, just if people like the tip, I usually have the roll stored in my clipboard and I just paste it. Good idea. Um, so, but the last thing I had in my, in my um, clipboard was the copy of the um, <laughs> of the dog of the spear. It's about pasted that instead of a roll. Very uh, Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Cool. Uh, the spell successful. Um, you go through the same process again. Uh, yep. Oh, this time you're you are really lucky when you cast it. Uh, and actually, all of these things, bar one, have moved off. There's only one of these dog critters, which is in that room. Uh, all of the others have moved into undisclosed territory through here. Uh, does this creature notice? Yeah, I mean, the, the whispering comes through the bars up here. Um, it gives no sign that it's it's seen anything. And you position it, what, Pete, around kind of here-ish? High, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it's with as best vantage up that corridor as possible. Even further up the corridor, if that gives it better sight lines, depending on the light. Okay. Once uh, we want as much much warning of stuff coming as possible. Yeah, okay. So, so positioning it in that place does give you a little bit more of a view of what's up there i'll just illuminate it for you so you're reasonably close to the source of the purple so i'm happy to illuminate this a little bit more cool. um the very the first thing you notice um absolutely mm -hmm. is this without a doubt there's a lot more of this foul um uh horrendous black slime and mold just to refresh your memory guys I'll, I'll i'll show show you what it looks like there was some in that room with the skull certainly um but here it's it's a lot more pronounced i mean it's it's like it's kind of like this it's just this black um oops so coming into the into the chat now um the first thing yeah so so there's some here and you can see it on the ground here uh, but but absolutely, um, in in through here, there's a lot more of it. Um, and the other thing that you you note is, and the, and the whispering just just makes it out, is this kind of angelic statue at the far end of, end of the room, and there is a a passageway that it can see leading off here. Uh, but there's definitely quite a bit of room. It looks like through through here. And these creatures are kind of um, roaming 
around or either roaming around or out of your field of vision bar one which is kind of doing its pacing up and up and around here oh that, nicholas will pass on that information okay all right let's do it yep okay what should we i think we should probably go into rounds okay uh, yep. Here we go. Um, uh, Nicholas, you're probably going to have to tell Carrius when to go, aren't you? Yeah. Well, it's going to be it's going to be Kiros, Leif, for, and first first to act or first with yeah. the ability of acting. Is Neathanol, Neathanol, I'm happy to take your, your movement that you did last time, your stalk, up to the position that you chose. Cool. And then after that, she'll prepare. Cool. Uh, next up is... Uh, sorry, which one is this? It's that one, number four. Uh, okay. Uh, Gray, anything from yourself? Um, kind of just preparing and waiting for further clarity okay yes cool yeah uh askel just so yourself Any, anything uh so i've probably had time to get over the lack of um uh not being able to cast that spell so i thought i'd have another crack at uh yeah sure casting. thing sure thing I, i'm i'm happy to say in a situation like this um that you would have had time to prepare um uh, yep. So, so if you remember how it works, you, you you wait forty seconds to psych yourself into casting the spell, then you try for your um, transcend armor, and then the same round that you try for your transcend armor, you cast the spell. But yep. You do have the option of if you if you don't make the transcend armor roll, you don't have to cast the spell. Your call. Cool. Okay. So, so first is the transcend armor. Make a roll, please. It's a sixty-one, but I think I need. What do I need? A hundred and one, didn't I? Yeah. Plus forty-five. Yes. So hundred and hundred and six success. Yeah. You don't have the spell penalty. Make a roll, please, for the spell. Nine. Nine plus twenty for preparation. Uh, the spell is successful. Huzzah! It's a shield up. We, hang on, hang on, hang on, here we go. There is now a shield up. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Askel, that's your round. Um, now, did you want to do the 50 now, or you want to save it till later? Uh, huh. Do I get a double its speed because I've reminded you twice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, th I, I think as the GM and to move the story on a little bit, I would like to get a chance to resolve what's kind of in play at the moment. Um, but at the very beginning of next session, uh, that fifty is going to be resolved, whatever it may be. Cool. Is, is that if I remind you, or... No, uh, we've got a recording, and I, I really hope 
But the, the, sound, the sound, by the way, I'm going to have to look into my computer settings because it cuts out. So when you watch this back, you'll sometimes hear the sound just him, your voice is completely cut out for some reason. But, um, you know, we've got a recording. There's proof. So at the beginning of next session, re-roll the 50. Um, come hell or high water, you might be in the middle of something horrible. And we roll that 50. So we definitely do yep. it, but we do it at the beginning of next session. Okay, sounds but, good. But again, thank you for your honesty and definitely some XP there. 100, 100 XP for honesty. Um, that was Askel's go. Uh, next is Keros. Should I be holding to wait to be told? I, I reckon, um, yeah, I think Mike's going to take the lead on this spell. Yeah, can, I, spell. can I yeah. come back to it? Can, can you what, sorry? Can I come back at the end when I get my instructions? Yeah, opportunity action, sure thing. Yep. That's what I, cool, thank you. Lovely. Jadar is torch holder. Anything else that Jadar is doing at present? Where is she? Oh, uh, somewhere in the throng of characters holding a holding a lantern or holding a torch. Uh, she's somewhere here. Yeah, no, I mean she can just sort of stay in the middle. Yeah. Okay. okay cool. Uh, next up is Nicholas. Uh, Nicholas is uh, looking through the whispering's eyes and reporting everything he sees. Cool. Definitely noting what's up that corridor. Anything for life? Ah, yes. He would like to honestly say that's a really good shield spell. Does that get him a hundred point? A hundred. <laughs> nice try. No, he's being honest. Uh, no, that's a, that was a really cool spell. Uh, so he, um, I think this is about the range he did it from last time. So with Nicholas's report that. Uh, can Nicholas Nicholas report that he thinks Leif will be able to see that acid dog if he steps out? Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's wandered its way kind of in into here. It's kind of it definitely hasn't come up the steps. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's within. Yeah, it's there. Uh, so Leif's uh, like I've, I, well, I hope that's okay that he would have been preparing for rounds knowing yes. what the plan is. Yes. Yep. He would uh, step out, keeping and cast sleep on it. Okay. Uh, make a roll, please. Um, Tanya, I, I because of the roll previously, even though we haven't gone in order, I'm happy to say that you would have moved to there if if you wish to be. Up to you. Yeah, that's exactly it. Thanks. Um, yeah, just cover. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, Leif, you uh, hear somewhere Leif is there. You step out uh, and you cast what will be a very important spell. Um, hmm. at the distance, God, I rolled so well. The distance is uh, 48 foot. Um, there is moderate light. The, the light's not awful. Uh, what's the roll, please? That's a whole 17. Oh. <laughs> this, oh. I'll, I will say this is the spell that for each, so it's a sleep six spell. For each level over that of the creature, it's a negative 10 to its Just, 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 just a second. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. So 17. Um, you've prepared yep. for four rounds, so that's plus 20. Yes. Uh, the Level range, seven. yep, the range gives you neither uh, a minus or a bonus. Uh, you're level seven. It's that level. Uh, yeah. 
Okay. So, sorry, say what you were saying again, please, Pete. Sorry. Um, oh, actually, no. Sorry, it's a it's a uh, so it's a tenth it's a sleep ten spell. Yes. Um, and so uh, he can sleep up to ten level. I'm just. Yeah, it affects 10 levels. For every level over the creature's level, up yes. to 10, yes. it's an extra, each level is an extra, well, I'll, just, I'll read it, negative 10 for each additional level. Uh, the target's resistance roll is modified by a negative 10 for each additional level. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. Okay, so it's got to roll. That's a hugely tough spell. So, without that additional thing of... Um, the modification for the difference in levels it was going to be um very a very little amount it's now quite a lot this thing has to roll a 71 or better to resist falling asleep here's the roll coming in the chat right now exclamation mark r d whoops i'm in capitals r d 100 coming at you right now 71 or better Oh, okay. Uh, Gray up. So, yeah, Gray's turn, I reckon. Um, sorry, sorry, that was sorry. The plan would have been that if, if Leif failed, then Gray would have a go, and then Kiros would have a go, because they've had their initiative. Yep. So that's okay. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily. Depends on not how the reactions of this thing having a target suddenly in front of it. Um, let's see if it notices Nicholas stepping out. You didn't say you were stalking. Because that would have meant he couldn't cast. Correct. Correct. I assume. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry to say, um, it had to roll a 95, uh, a, a total result of 95 or better, and it rolled a 127. Um, so it's <laughs> it it catches a glimpse or it sees something. Uh, it, it sees Nicholas, and that's it. It just goes ballistic. Um, it's 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 spitting, and uh, yeah, it's it's clearly not happy. Uh, but it is still by itself, and the 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 jets of acid, um, which sound horrible, uh, and uh, and sound like this. Um, are only coming down to about here so they're, they're well short of of nicholas and um at that range they're, they're relatively ineffectual from from tanya as well uh so it's it's spat it's it's spat something at nicholas um next character is to act etienne anything from you going once no Afsun pauses. Mifan, anything from you? No. Cool. Demos, anything from yourself? No. Just chilling. 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 Just making sure you're still there, Mason. Yeah. Okay. Severin. Nope. No, uh, no. Um, he's you know, he's sword about the ready. Yep. I don't know what he's going to do, but you know. Uh, anything from Tanya? She's just seen Leif step out. Uh, a, a, a gout of acid has just kind of spattered at her feet. 
uh, anything from her. No, she's ready to f- opportunity action, ready to fire, but wants to see how the sleep spells are going to go. Sure thing. Uh, great. You're next. Okay. Uh, well, I guess it's his turn to kind of have a go at putting him to sleep. Okay. Uh, Step out. So he would quietly creep out without stalking. He'd just be <laughs> not stalking, but like almost stalking. Almost stalking. Uh, Give me a roll, please. Cool. Mm. Sorry, it's lost the window. Uh, 51. Oh, sorry, I put that in the wrong panel. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. 51. Cool. 51. And he's what level, please? Uh, level 6. Level 6. Thank you. Uh, he's prepared for 20. He has neither a positive nor negative on his roll and the result is uh oh okay he's level six and this thing is that level okay uh it's got to roll a 35 or better Here's the roll coming. Uh, sorry, it's got to roll a 93 or better. Big my pardon. Cool. Okay. Exclamation mark. R D 100. Bang. Rolls a 61. This thing. E. This thing just collapses on the ground. Huzzah! Huzzah! Uh, that, that, <laughs> that was slept uh, fourth level. Um, throw the throw the wall up, then, huh? And. That is the end. Oh, sorry, Kiros. You were opportunity action. What do you do? Where am I again? Sorry, if you could just... Here. I don't think I'm going to do anything, am I? I think you're going to throw the wall up, eh? Am I doing that now? Yep. We, we can't see anymore, so... So put it up? Yeah. Yep, if you can get in, in range, I think. Okay, so I'm going to have to move in. So you can move, so casting a spell. Yeah. You can move, uh, you have 25% of your round left to act. So it's whether you can cover the distance of here. Here to there, which is 40, what is that? 43 feet, 40, 44 foot in 25%. I reckon I can do that. So, okay, I agree. So what's your base, <laughs> what's your base movement rate, please? Uh, base movement rate unencumbered mm-hmm. is 50. 50? Yeah, five zero. Five zero. So, your job to figure out what speed you need to be moving to make forty-eight foot. You can move. Promptly. So you can move at either times one, which is fifty, times two, which is a hundred, times three, which is uh, one fifty, times four, four hundred, uh, two hundred, or times five. What's the fifty? Is that feet? So each. 
round walking you can move 50 foot walking in a round oh but i want to do that in a quarter of a round correct so you need to tell me what speed you're traveling to be able to do that in a quarter of a round that's maths yeah <laughs> you need 200 you foot don't you five falls to 20 yeah 200 because 50, so, 50. Is that a, that's a fast sprint then, isn't it? Times four. Correct. So to do... Maths question. But we can't do that. No, so that's not going to work, is it? Five, fours to 20, base movement, fast sprint, easy. But because we can't, we can only go up two levels of run. Yeah. So I reckon, so you run to where um, the ethanol is. Where's the ethanol? So you don't you don't cast this round, but you run. I just the move up to Neathnal. Yeah. Yep. Which is yeah fairly close, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. And then next round, move out and cast the wall. That's Put the wall up. Okay. Yep. All right. Yes, please. Okay. So uh, first roll will be a routine because yeah, you, you're going from a standing start. Good point. You can't run. Um, you can't do a fast sprint in a round. It takes two rounds to build up that speed. So give me a routine running maneuver to get up to where Neathanol is, please. Okie dokie. So annoying. Thirty-four. Thirty-four plus your um, agility is what, please? Agility bonus is plus 23 plus 23 uh 57 yeah bang um that's a result of 100 you move that distance no problem at all so uh keros wherever you are keros is here keros you're now standing here and you're obviously visible uh nicholas and gray you are just for sake of the game you guys are approximately there you're standing approximately shoulder to shoulder um keros you there and that is the oh, end oh. the plan was for keros to be where the eth next to where the ethanol is so she can i be yeah, behind some yeah. I don't Und undercover yeah, yeah. Okay. i want to be still stealth baby like behind yes okay so just in case there. you're in there okay I want to be hanging out in the corridors okay uh cool that is the end of that round Next round um, is initiative, we're all initiative, and we're off. Uh, so in the other room, or some, somewhere else, um, there is this, just this, yeah, monstrous, would be if the GM can, there you go. Yeah, just this um, noise from that other, other, other creature, and you hear the the sound of running footsteps. Um, next up uh, is Jada. Any actions from Light Carrier? Uh, mm -hmm. No, if, if we're just okay. moving forward slightly or just ming, loitering, then yep, I think Jada's good. Cool. Uh, 
Okay. Um. Alright. Where'd my other baddie go? Oh, I've lost my critter. That is really annoying. Where'd he go? Oh, it must be in here. Oh. Damn it. One second, team. Copy. Paste. Bang. invisible of course that's the trouble where's somebody who can reveal some light you guys you can there you go that's one number one number two cool one second two uh yes um yeah, this critter here, uh, whispering, you see dart out from here and race over uh, to the bars here. It has gone somewhere over here. Um, next up, uh, Neathanal. Kiros has just appeared beside you. Well, opportunity action. She's not going to do anything until the ice wall's up and she's confident that whatever's in there is asleep. Okay. Uh, the three. So, like a, a cloaking spell on all the critters in here that render them invisible and I need to have a, a revealer that shows actually where they are which is really annoying come on where they go uh, okay. um, another one of these things uh, bounds out of here and uh, yeah, it's kind of snuffling and snarling and running around kind of behind the skull. So one has, one has run on over here. Uh, there is an asleep one here. Um, and then there's a third whistling that you've seen going there. Uh, Askel, anything from you? You now have your shield up. Uh, where's he key? He's, he's here. Uh, in this group of characters, you can effectively put him wherever you like. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I guess we're waiting for the outcomes of the others doing so. He can just hang. Okay. Already. Uh, um, 
there's also the sound of running feet from from somewhere through here uh next up gray hello what do you do um sorry i actually was just in the loop so i'm a little bit out of the loop it's all um, right some of the critters have started to move and come out from here ah they in sleep putting range you haven't seen them no Mm. They've run. They've, uh, run they've, they've run past the grate initially. Um, mm. Nicholas knows where they are, but whether he'd be able to communicate to you in time, in an intelligent way, because it's happening mm. too fast, I, I don't know. Mm. I, I'm going to say probably not. Yeah. Um, you did. You did see one of them run past. Okay. Good. Uh, is there anywhere that he could go? Kind of like. I don't know. Would ta where Tanya 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 is have a better kind of view on it if he kind of yeah. slinked over around there? Yeah, potentially. Yep. So moving up here. Yep. Yeah, just to see if there's a better view. Uh, he can't. Yeah, he he does see one kind of pacing around over here, sniffing at the bars over here. That's probably a bit too far for him to do the old sleepy trick. Yeah, and it's it's. Definitely not a not a full a full vision. Yeah. Anything else mm. he's doing, other than that move? Uh, just preparing. Okay. Cool. Uh, life. Um. Uh, life will say to Kiros. Uh. Uh, wait a bit, meaning wait until the end of the round, and then uh, how's, he, how's he saying this, Pete? He will do it. He knows where she is. He's seen where she's gone. He's going to whisper as loud as he do, knows he needs to to that's communicate 30, with that's her. Thirty foot away. That's the length of our lounge at home away. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So you say, you know, Kiros, uh, wait, wait a bit. Cut, run to cast your wall. I'll get you out of there. With, with that, uh, one of these horrible things uh, comes around from the side. The second one here appears. And goes here. God damn it. Hang on, hang on, guys. Try that now. Copy, paste, bang. Two. Uh, so, one is kind of was over here. One you had seen um, run in that direction, and wherever the fourth one is, you're you're not sure. Um, 
but certainly when you whisper Leif, it, it seems to hear you, uh, rushes over and starts hissing and spitting. Any, anything else that probably took about, I don't know, 20% of your action life? Anything else you do in this round? No, he will hold. Okay. Yep, just like our opportunity action. Cool. Anything from here to you? No, no, no. Cool. Um, no. Cool. Uh, anything from Nicholas? Uh, yes, absolutely. He'll say, there are too many, don't do the wall. Okay, cool. Um, it's so loud enough for Kiros to hear. Um, Jan, question. Yep. We're a killing blow. Does that have to come from a kind of knife or blade at close quarters, or can it come from an arrow when you have a sleeping creature? Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, I get the question. Um, I, I, I think that question is about range. Uh, even someone who's a good shot, um, they can kind of miss their shot a, a little. So I would say if someone is very close to a sleeping creature, um, they can probably accurately put it right in the forehead, in other words, a coup, a coup de grace shot, um, and you would you would slay the, the creature concerned. Uh, I, I think at range, even with someone who is a, a very good marksman or markswoman, it's too much of a risk. So you'd need to be close, very close. Um, you're going to ask what's very close. I'm going to say uh, certainly within um, 15 foot. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good to know, though. Uh, okay. Yep. Um, next on the list. Uh, Nicholas has said that. Anything else from Nicholas's action? Uh, he'd also say, uh, let's put them to sleep, basically. Okay. Okay. Um, anything from Nathan? Nope. Nothing from him. Cool. Uh, Kiros. Sorry, my iPad's really slow. Um, am I the last? Uh, I would. What, what are you doing? I'm, I'm, yep, I'm. I'm going to listen to my um, teammates, mm -hmm. and then um, I'm ready to throw my wall. Okay, cool. So, preparing or, or, or waiting. Basically. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Good. Uh, Demos, anything from yourself? Uh, no, just, I guess, uh, being ready in case something, anything happens, just sword and shield up. Sure thing. Cool. Tanya? Um, opportunity action, really, I mean, she's, I mean, she's, she doesn't, yeah, I mean, she just wants to see what's going to happen with these sleep spells, and it, we'll, we'll take direction on that. Um, if it all kicks off, she will 
shoot the one that's currently asleep but doesn't want to do that just yet. I think she's assuming that characters are going to be casting more sleeps. You can. Um, So, yeah. Uh, And lucky last in the round, Seren. No, nothing much she can do. Cool. Bang on. uh, Leif Leif would like to do one more sleep spell if it's right. Uh, He was preparing... Oh, he had an opportunity action. He was either going to, if Kirsten here, and she rushed out, she was going to cast leave on her. Yep. But also, if she, and as she didn't, and she's waiting and preparing, he was going to cast sleep. That was okay. his. Okay, so he, he spoke for 20% of his rounds, yep. which means he's got um, 80% left. Yep. Casting a spell is 75%. Yes, he can. Go for it. <laughs> With a snap cast. Oh, 70, 71, no? 71? <laughs> uh, is it a snap? No, it's not. No, it's not. But what I'm saying is no prep. No prep. That's what I mean. He, he's got, yes, he's right. So he needs to prepare. He hasn't prepared. Cool. Yes, it's, 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 it's a 71. Yep. Uh, negative 30 because of no preparation. Yep. Um, there, we determined there was no range, no positive nor negative on the range. Uh, plus seventh level is that right? Sixth level. Correct. Yep. Correct. Uh, seventh. Yep. Cool. Uh, cool. All right. This, this affects uh, six levels. Cool. Thank you. All right. Um, he is that. It is that. So okay. Cool. It needs to beat a sixty-eight. Mm. Here we go. Oh, well, hang on. Just let me check. Uh, which one was it? It was that one, number two. Was it number two? Two, 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 two. Beg my pardon. No. I'm sorry. Ah. I'm sorry, Pete. It needs to beat a 63. All okay. important 63. Well, it All right. could be. It could be, yeah. <laughs> Exclamation mark. R D one hundred coming out here sixty-three or better. Yes. <laughs> this one here collapses asleep on the ground as well. Snoozy, two, two of them are down snoozing. Guys, it's two minutes past ten. Uh I am flying at seven twenty in the morning. Um I'm still happy to continue for another little bit longer if people want to. I'm also more than happy to call it there. What, what's the decision? Uh, hey, it's daylight here. I'm all good. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to go. I'm, uh, I've got an early start tomorrow. And it's been a long week as well. Yeah, I'm keen for bed too. Sorry, folks. Okay, cool. Hey, yeah, I've got the freelance to do tonight. Hey, hey. Oh, Freela- oh, freelance tonight? Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Okay. Um, oh, my God let's let's call it there um yeah hope you have fun thanks yeah it was awesome yeah, thank you um, yes. sorry, sorry it was a lot of spells tonight oh, that's cool good. that's all good. Good, uh, good excellent um tune in next week to see what happens